Welcome to Wisdom from the Mountain, a podcast about intuition, spirituality, and following your path. I'm your host, Tara Alexandria. I'm a psychic medium, intuitive guide, and healer. I'm here to support you to live from your intuition and find true healing and authentic growth. Thank you for being here and for your willingness to live your best life for yourself and for the world around you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the new moon in Scorpio. I hope that you are doing well right now during this time, and I hope that you're feeling as wonderfully ready for the reset that this new moon is bringing as I am. We were invited to shed so much over the course of the past few weeks, the past month, and the past energetic cycle, and Right now, we're really moving into more shedding and more releasing. This episode is a little different because I have decided to invite you to do something for yourself, to invite you into a specific aspect of your healing. The reason for that is because this new moon is asking us to really look at deep aspects of our life and how it might need to change. But one of the overlying patterns that I keep hearing and that I keep working with people around is old family patterns, old history, sometimes lessons that our great-grandparents were learning, then our grandparents, then our parents, and that we are stuck in somehow, that we are on a loop with, and that it's really time to bring some conscious awareness to. In my episode last week with Cassandra Solano, we dove into ancestral healing. And in these patterns, these exact types of patterns, and I love that it came up during my discussion with her because it's a very, very strong time to do this work for yourself. So many people in the spiritual community right now are talking about how the veil is thinner during this month. And the Celtic holiday of Samhain really underscores that. And um, you can see that we are supposed to be connecting with our ancestors at this time, that we're supposed to be connecting with spirit directly um, and really getting to a space where we're learning lessons, deep lessons, because this is a new moon in Scorpio. And Scorpio is all about the depths anything superficial just can't survive Scorpio. Remember that at new moons, we're planting seeds. We're tending something in our life. We are getting ready to grow something. And one of my favorite things to do at the new moon is to get clear on what that is, to pick something. And that can come from your conscious awareness. It can come from your subconscious awareness. It can be something really simple or really complex, but right now I want to invite you into this ancestral healing work. And it might sound really daunting or really overwhelming or like, how would one even do that? But I want to center you in the fact that it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be that you engage in some kind of ritual or go on a retreat or visit a healer, although all of those things are wonderful to do. It can be as simple as uncovering an aspect within yourself that you know is in the rest of your family. It can be dealing with a pattern, whether it's anger or sadness or your relationship to money or to dating or to love itself. 
just being examined and when you really put it under a microscope, seeing that this pattern has somehow manifested in other people, in your lineage, in your family, and really deciding that it's time to stop that pattern. There was a beautiful exercise in last year's Many Moons journal around ancestral healing, and I believe it invited you into a tarot reading to look at what your patterns are or what issue is coming up to be healed from within your family unit. When I did this exercise myself, I felt so empowered. I felt like I uncovered something that I was completely unaware of throughout my life on a conscious level. I never could have named it. I never could have realized that this pattern was essentially holding me back and keeping me stuck and was something that had literally been in my family for generations. And after I did this tarot spread for myself and really let this pattern come to light, it continued to come forward over the next um, about six months. And every time I would ask the same question, what is the family pattern I'm releasing? And the same card would come up. The card that really told me the story showed me what was essentially a vision of my ancestors and how they felt and what kind of triggered this pattern around them. And as soon as I really became conscious of this work, even more lessons around it surfaced. So I just want to give you an example of what might come up for you and how you can work with it. Because I think it's really important to understand that when you choose to step into healing an aspect of yourself, that you know that challenges around healing it are going to surface naturally. It's totally normal that almost um, more problems arise when you choose to fix something because you are opening it up. You are making a mess in order to clean it up. I mean, think about if you have to change the battery inside of your computer, you have to take the back off, open it up, then you have to clean or look at all the parts and take them out and you get like a tiny little screwdriver for all those tiny little screws. And before you know it, while you're replacing what you need to replace, you have a mess on the table next to you. And that mess is not a problem. It's actually moving you toward a solution, but it can be overwhelming for that moment. And that's a really superficial example. But I feel like it's very important to center yourself in that understanding to just know that sometimes when you open up healing, you're actually opening up more of the problems to surface to arise because the universe is acknowledging that you want to heal this and it's challenging you in your beliefs. It's challenging you to grow, to stretch yourself in new ways. And so let's imagine that you realize that a huge pattern in your family has been lack of forgiveness and that you shut down around people who have hurt you or harmed you in some way, that you carry this bitterness with you or this anger with you, and it never has a chance to resolve because maybe your living family members reinforce that pattern. Maybe you all kind of come together around this emotional pattern and choose to hold on to it, choose to grow it and make it something that just feels like that's the way things are. That's how someone should feel or deal with life itself. So if you look at this pattern and you go, okay, I'm going to break this cycle of holding grudges 
of never being able to forgive, of being in a space of bitterness or anger all of the time. And I'm going to let this go because maybe this is not good for my health or my relationships. Maybe this causes something that really makes my life blow up from time to time. When you actually choose to, for, to forgive and to start this pattern of healing, so many situations are going to come up where you are asked to forgive, where it feels like you can't. Old people from your past might surface in your life. They might reach out to you. Or you'll need to reach out to others in order to make some kind of amends or connection in order to heal whatever wound is lying there open and um, really exposed and just reeking of this energy and needing attention. And when you do this, you might feel like this isn't healing. You might feel like this is dark like this is difficult, like it's something that you can't face or don't want to face, and that maybe that cycle wasn't so bad after all. Or you can feel like that cycle was actually true. You can feel very self-righteous, like the way that we've always felt is right. The way that we respond to life is right. And as badly as you might want to believe that, so you can stay where you are in this space of comfort, because where we feel the same as we did yesterday, we actually feel really comfortable. We resist any kind of change that might come up because we feel like it's something that's wrong. Our body, our physiology is really wired to want the same thing, to want things to stay exactly as they are. And actually, I was just interrupted by my water spilling all over the floor for the second time in two days and had to get up and walk away and um, clean that up. So I am back and recentered. And it reminded me of something that I might have overlooked. So I'm going to dive into that right now. And here's what it is. So often when we choose to start healing something, we can actually begin to avoid whatever it is that brings up those emotions and feelings. We can run away from them and take the triggers out of our life that bring those things up. So for instance, if one of our primary issues is within the realm of relationships, we can actually just shut down and stay away from relationships. We end up putting ourselves in situations where we just don't get into them, um, where we don't allow a relationship to come forward in our life. We can even cause issues that make us feel like we can't go on dates or that we can't um, engage with romance. And this creates a buffer for us. It creates a space for us so we don't actually have to face the issues themselves because they don't arise. They don't come up. And the reason that I was reminded of this is because it reminded me when I spilled this water that one of my old patterns was anger and having really intense reactions to things and feeling overwhelmed by things I couldn't control. And for a long time before I really dove into why I was angry and um, kind of resolving those issues on a deeper level... I actually just avoided any triggers that would make me angry. And I adopted this attitude of kind of being above the problem and 
um, therefore away from the problem. And of course, this is a form of spiritual bypassing. I was like, oh no, I'm just, I'm so peaceful. Everything's fine. But really, I never let myself feel angry. And you do need to feel your feelings in order to heal them. And if you want to actually move past a problem, you have to be willing to face it. You can't just turn and walk away from it and avoid it altogether. So some ways that you can uncover what you're ready to heal next are simply through talking to family. Talking to family, being around family, spending more time with family is a guaranteed way to bring up some of your oldest stuff. Your triggers arise when you're around family. And I can't remember who said it, but I think it was Ram Das. He said, think that you're spiritual, go home. And that's a really important um, thing for the world itself to be aware of, to know that we think we've matured, we think we've grown, we, th- we think we've gotten past so many obstacles within ourselves, and then we go back home to be around our parents, um, to be around siblings. The holidays bring up a lot with families, and these emotional reactions we have are really rooted in that family unit and how we were cared for or not cared for and how we were able to express ourselves or, or not. And this kind of healing from the family unit, from the deepest parts of our childhood, um, the deepest parts of our psyche is so important to face. When these triggers come up, when the issues arise and you realize okay, this is something that needs healed. This is something that my family has always been fearful of or that we simply believe runs in the family and we don't do anything to fix it. This is a financial pattern that I'm stuck in that my great greats were also stuck in and I'm unwilling to go forward in the same pattern. So it's now time for me to do some of the work to do some of the healing work around it in order to move myself forward, in order to heal the generations, in order to reach back into the past and give that gift to my ancestors of having learned the lesson and reaching forward into the future and shaping future generations to continue up-leveling and to learn new lessons so that they can go forward from a much stronger base from where I started. And another way to really begin to look at this work is to simply look at your life. Look at the different realms of your life. And I'm seeing this activity that I did at one point where you draw four circles and you make them different sizes based on how much of your life they take up. So if you work a lot or if your career is really important to you, career might be the biggest circle. And then maybe you don't have many friendships or maybe you don't put a lot of time into your friendships because, of course, the quantity doesn't truly matter. Hello, fellow introverts. That little circle of relationships might be like minuscule next to career. And the imbalance of those aspects of your life showing up could be patterns that have been passed down to you, whether through beliefs in who you are, beliefs about receiving love. Um, They can be self-esteem. There can be so many roots and reasons, but you can invite yourself to really examine where does this come from? Did my mother have this pattern? Did my great-grandfather have this pattern? Where is this pattern coming from? 
how is it manifesting? Who is it showing up in? And you have to get really humble when you do work like this, because often the pattern that comes forward blows your mind. You're like, I never noticed this in myself, or you have a lot of resistance to actually acknowledging it. And you want to feel that resistance and push through it anyway. You want to acknowledge it and thank it for being there and then move through it and say, no, I'm having a lot of resistance right now because I really want to hold on to my anger, my lack of forgiveness, my belief that no one can love me, um, whatever it might be, my belief that I'm broke or my belief that um, I have to hold on to every single penny that I have in life and really go, okay, this pattern is something that's difficult. This pattern is something that I want to release, let go of, change, shift. And once you can really move past that moment of contraction around the negative aspect of it, of feeling like, no, this is mine and I'm going to hold on to it. You can move into ways that you can heal. You can open up just a little bit. Like you've already done a little bit of healing work when you acknowledge and see something, because once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you understand what's in front of you, it's just there and you will be dealing with it. Even if you choose to go really slowly and stay in that resistance. I'm someone who doesn't really believe that the resistance is a bad thing. I think it's an opportunity to look at every single aspect of something. It, the more resistance we have, I think, the more beliefs are there under the surface, keeping us stuck in the pattern. So it's okay, because the resistance just means that you're going to be in that healing space longer. It could take months to look at and unravel this program that's been running you for your whole life and your family for generations. It could take years. And that's not to make it sound daunting and overwhelming. It's just to say, we're here just peeling layers off of ourselves for our entire life. We're always going through one transformation after the next. It's just how big or small that transformation is and the speed of it, how quickly it can happen and how much growth we've experienced in order to be able to move through it. But really releasing the past, really releasing these old beliefs gives you strength and power to go forward. And that's why this is coming up for a new moon. The new moon is a time to plant a seed. So today you can take a moment and plant a seed of healing, a seed of really unraveling something that has been longstanding and choose that your future is going to be brighter, that it's going to be better somehow. Um, we don't always have to use a qualifier like that, but whenever you choose healing, you are choosing a better path. You're choosing a pathway out of something that was unhealthy or hard or heavy and just kept you stuck emotionally, just kept you somewhere that maybe wasn't even yours to begin with. So take a deep breath with me right now and really let yourself have permission to look at something hard, something that you're ready to heal, something you're ready to release, something that's deeply embedded and really hard for you to get to and choose a way that you're going to get there, whether it's talking to family, really going into those confronting situations 
whether it's just looking at your life in the little circles and seeing what needs your attention and care, seeing what belief patterns inside might be running you in some way, and seeing what you're ready to shift, what you're ready to change. And it can also be going to a healer. It can be working with someone like me. It can be digging in and doing that deep work if you're ready for it. And if you're only ready to open that door a crack and just look at what's inside the room that has been dark and closed this whole time, that's okay. It's not a problem, again, to have that resistance. It just means there are a lot of layers there, maybe a lot of fears there, maybe a lot of beliefs that will take time to peel back and understand and work with and work through. But you can totally do this. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for listening. I hope that this episode came through clearly. It felt very connected, but a little bit rambling because I feel sometimes after deep meditation work, which I did today, a little bit spaced out. So thank you for this. And hopefully this message comes through loud and clear. Have an amazing new moon and I will talk to you next week. 